Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. Oh, I am so excited about today's show. The magic of favorite. Let me explain. You're probably wondering, what in the world, Robbie, is the magic of favorite? Well, (laughs) I'm going to just hope that while I'm telling this story that you'll go back in your own memory banks and recall for for me your hand-me-down car experience, perhaps. Because maybe, you know, your dad, you had a car that was handed down from another family member, or maybe your dad helped you turned a beater into a beauty, and that's kind of the things I'm talking about. But way back, if I go way back in 1971 when you could get a driver's license at 14 in New Mexico, my father happened at that time to be the American Motors dealer in Albuquerque. And being the son of a car dealer, you would expect me to get the coolest AMX or at least a very nice new car. But no, he'd <laughs> he'd given my sister a 1961 Rambler American a few years earlier, and if you ever saw one of those, you'd never forget it. Ooh, ah. <laughs> <laughs> this was nobody's idea of a cool car. It was a four-door upside-down bathtub. It really was. It was a pale gray. It had three-speed manual transmission on the column, which we called in that day back, you remember this, Bob, three on the tree. And my sister had affectionately named this car Andy. And my father was going to make, you know, he was a car dealer, so he was going to make me such a deal that if I would work all summer washing cars every day, I could earn a dollar a day. Now, there you go. There's a wage. And after 100 days of summer, guess what I had, Bob? $100 to buy this car. But somehow or another, the magic of favorite took place on me. As I washed every single car, every car that I would wash, Andy's appearance miraculously started to look better and better and better. And by the end of the summer, I'm telling you, I was in love with that car. And I, to this day, if I see a 61 Rambler American, my heart just jumps out of my chest almost because, I mean, I love that car. That look is so unique, and that's only one kind of thing, and that was my first car. And it's, But I, I really I call it the power of favorite. So with all that said, when did the magic of favorite play out in your life? I mean, tell us about that hand-me-down car, that situation that started out, didn't look so good, but the more you, it grew on you. The next thing you know, it was your favorite, and you couldn't get it out of your mind. 866-348-7884. I truly believe your story, really, the story you're thinking about right now that you're thinking about calling me with, that one would be magic to everyone's day. I'm telling you how God takes something and and he gets it into our heart, and it becomes beautiful. 866-348-7884. And here to help us out this morning, we have a very special appearance from our Christian junkyard guy, Bob Young. And <laughs> Bob, you got you got a little bit of one of these stories that just happened with your, with your son recently. I really do. Uh, we had an old S10 delivery truck, and, uh, and it had become 
kind of unroadworthy. It had a little smoke to it and a little rattle here, and the door got a little saggy on it and everything. And uh, it had a uh, a few issues, and it had become ineligible for longer trips, delivering parts and everything. But I just kind of set it to the side and everything. And uh, uh, Rob's situation had got to where uh, the truck that he had drove for years, he had uh, made a trade with a guy on it and uh, no longer had it. And and uh, I let him drive the S10, which is in no way a, a, a beautiful truck <laughs> because it had just been just war slap out. Just, you know, everything on it needed you know, a little fix or a lot of fix or, and, uh, it was just a little four cylinder, not a lot of power or anything, but great for delivering parts at, in its earlier days. And, uh, but that was the vehicle Rob was driving at, uh, at the end of his life. And, uh, so everybody knows that no parts comes off of that truck and that, uh, you know, uh, dad may have a little special something in mind for that truck down the road a little ways, but, uh, it would be my, a vehicle that turned from uh, really just an, a very, very, very average, <laughs> su- sub-average uh, vehicle that that really now has a, a very dear place in my heart. There you go. It went from a beater to a beauty. And certainly it's one of Bob's favorites, and we'd love to hear your story. 7884. And of course, it is the first Saturday of the month. So we got their Jesus Labor Love folks we're going to talk about. And on track with Andy, coming up at the bottom of the hour, we're going to hear the latest NASCAR news from a Christian's perspective. And then at the end of the show, in our appraisal by the Real Black Book, that's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for the sermon, lift up our voice for understanding the magic of favorite. I'm always amazed at how my eyes are affected by my own favorites. For example, my wife is by far and away, and I'm telling you, in my eyes, she's the prettiest woman I've ever seen. Sometimes I just look at her face and I go, wow, how could she like me? I mean, it's so beautiful. I feel you, brother. <laughs> I really feel you. And my kids, I don't know what it is, but my kids are just better looking, I'm telling you. Than my, and, and my wife, she holds baby, She takes care of babies for a living, and she tells me all the time. I look at these babies and I go, why aren't they as good looking as my kids? And my granddaughter, oh, my soul. I'm telling you, my granddaughter, even my dog just happens to have a really good, <laughs> well, you know, my dog is the best looking. It's a hairless uh, Jack Russell Terrier, so you really have to see it to appreciate it. But it's, in my mind, it's gorgeous. And, of course, Old Red, my 1995 Dodge Dakota is absolutely gorgeous. I'm pretty fond of Red myself. And I couldn't, I couldn't imagine a prettier truck. But Here's where I'm going with this. The opening passage of Isaiah 61, which Jesus quoted in the synagogue in Nazareth, he said it was fulfilled in the hearing of the people that was listening to it. And he said to them that he was declaring this the year of the Lord's favor. Interesting. This passage for me does a great job of helping me understand both the magic of favorite, but also a deeper understanding of grace. And I get to share both of those coming up at the end of the show and how this all kind of ties together. You're not going to want to miss that at the end of the show in our appraisal by the real black book. Now this is a live show and we want to hear from you. When did your hand me down become a beautiful beater or how did that work out in your life? 866-348-7884. We have Sandra who's in Louisville, Kentucky. She's got a car. She's going to tell us about Sandra. You're on a Christian car guy show. 
Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. I have a 1990 Buick Century that has approximately 70,000 miles on it. And other than the problem that I'm about to tell you about, it starts and runs good. Uh, the last couple of months, the service engine light will appear, and it will come on and come off. It starts coming on for a minute or two and then goes back off, as I said a moment ago. This usually happens when the speed is around 45 miles an hour, and that's about as fast as I ever take the car. I'm a little afraid of taking it to someone without some background knowledge. I don't have any brothers or husband or father to kind of guide me and what could be wrong. I'm afraid if I don't have a basic idea, I could wind up getting a bad repair job and pay a lot of money for nothing. Yeah, I understand completely, Sandra. And I'm going to, you know, this is a great example of what a lot of people face. Where do I find a good mechanic? Who can I find someone to work on my car real well? And, of course, I've written several articles on this subject, but it's an interesting thing. Of course, like all things in life, we ought to ask Jesus to come help us with this, which, you know, I appreciate you listening to Christian radio, and and obviously you're doing that. A a prayer request at Sunday school is always a good one, but. It's an interesting thing that most parts stores today, Advance Auto Parts and the bigger name franchise parts places, they have a computer that they can plug right into your Buick Century and tell you the codes that are causing that light to come on. Because the nice thing is when that light comes on, it sets a code. And it's probably an oxygen sensor just listening to what you're saying, but I'm, I'm not certain and by no means am I diagnosing that. But what I am saying is if you take it to a parts place, it's an amazing thing. Parts people tend to know where the good mechanics are. It's kind of like nurses can tell you which are the better doctors because parts okay, people parts people know which mechanics are always bringing back the parts because it didn't fix the problem, right? And then when they, right. it's an amazing thing, parts people, wherever they are, in, especially in a Napa store because Napa stores normally supply the, the repair shops around. And so a, a, a parts guy at a Napa store quite often can tell you the better mechanic in your town for your kind of car because they know which guys work on Buicks and which guys work on Chevrolets and all those kind of things. So that's one way that I'm thinking that you could get some help is, is go to one of those kind of places, have them to check the, and give you the code, and then they can recommend for you possibly where it would be a great mechanic. Now, we got so much Christian Car Guy show coming up for you. Stay tuned. What was your beater that became beautiful? We want to hear your story. 866-348-7884. We got a really cool soundbite you're going to hear from a lady, 90-year-old Rachel in her car chariot. So stay tuned. So much Christian Car Guy Show coming at you. Come away with me, Lucille, in my merry Oldsmobile. Down the road of life we'll fly Automobile bubbling, just you and I To the church we'll swiftly steal Then our wedding bells will pale You can go as far as you like With me in my merry old no backseat driving in my Oh, memory. man, that brings back some memories, doesn't it? It's hard to believe, Bob, there are no more Oldsmobiles. That's got to be the 50s. <laughs> Do you have a, any guess on that? It's older than the 50s. It, Is it? It's, it's like the late 40s. Wow. Um, 
The song may have been even older than that. The sad news is we don't have Osmobiles anymore. But that's a little bit of what we're talking about. I've got a few. Yeah. When when did the magic of favorite play out in your life? When was it that you took that hand-me-down car, whatever it was, it didn't look too good when it started out, but the more you had it, the more it grew on you, and the next thing you know, it was absolutely a treasure. How did that play out? 866-348-348. Seven eight eight four eight six six three four truth. Now we do have this wonderful, wonderful soundbite, which illustrates a very important point that we want to make in the show today of what happens when your car becomes your favorite. You can literally save. I estimate this lady we're going to hear from in a second, nearly a half a million dollars over the forty years she's had this car. So let's let's listen in on one of my poster children, the Christian Car Guy show. By the way, you can watch this whole video at christiancarguy.com. This is Rachel in Chariot, just magnetic stuff. This is Chariot. And this is Rachel. They've been together 43 years. Chariot has lasted much longer than any of Rachel's three husbands. But she's never lied to me, never cheated on me, and I can always depend on her. (laughs) Rachel is 89. Chariot is a... 1964 Mercury Comet Caliente hot. I've had her up to 120. Rachel is the original owner and has put every one of the over 540,000 miles on Chariot's original engine. How much did you pay for it? In 32.89, all deluxe power steering, automatic transmission, air conditioning. Like a proud parent, she's documented every milestone, every birthday. This is Chariot's 30th birthday party and every checkup. Well, this is a 6,000 mile checkup, $13. I wouldn't buy a gasket. Rachel knew early on that she'd keep Chariot for a long time. So, whenever possible, she bought parts with lifetime warranties. This was the fifth Midas muffler, lifetime guaranteed. I've had seven. (laughs) This is the shocks from Sears, and I've had three sets. This is the lifetime guaranteed battery from Penny's, and Penny's still pays for it, but... uh, Firestone puts it in, and I've had 16 free batteries. When Rachel takes her in for service, she never leaves her, even for a moment. Either I stay by my car or I leave. And I show them this diagram of how many places there are that has to be lubed. So you you have to educate the mechanic. Yes. Back in the driveway, Rachel polishes her pride and joy and is always ready for an impromptu class in auto mechanics. That's the generator. That's the power steering wheel. This is the air conditioner. That's the cruise control. Have you ever thought about what would happen if the chariot dies? You know what my daughter said? She said we'd soon be burying my mother. But that's many years and many miles down the road. Rachel and Chariot have traveled more than half a million miles together to the moon and back, and both are still running strong. Oh, Bob, uh, to me, that's such an illustration of what we talk about on this show all the time, that if you'll take care of a car, it will last as long as you do, and the untold, really, hundreds of thousands of dollars it would save you if you just were able to keep your current car. Like Old Red, which I don't have as many miles as Chariot has on it, but Old Red does, in fact, you know, have 356,000 miles on it. And I plan on being, I mean, it, and, and there's something happens 
as that car becomes your favorite, it also is saving you a lot of money. You can understand that if you know and you're going into the game plan of keeping a car, Bob, and you buy a lifetime battery, uh, you know, this is going to save you gobs and gobs and gobs of money. Not really recommended if you're planning on trading next month, though, is it? <laughs> oh, man, that's pretty awesome. Her whole story is just a, it just lifts you up. And, uh, you know, so many people would never, you know, think like that. You know, well, I'll have it for a while, but she knew she was going to have it forever and ever and, and made the proper arrangements for that. And and there's the the power of favorite that as your car becomes your favorite, as you name it, you take care of it, you baby it and all those things, then more and more, guess what happens? That car becomes something that, that obviously, if you look in Rachel's life, it's almost part of her family. Oh, it's definitely part of her family. It's not almost. <laughs> and, I and, think she might get rid of a child or two before she got <laughs> rid of the car. <laughs> but you don't want things to become an idol. I do understand that. that, that, that. But I've had Rachel on my show. My mother sent me that video years ago, and, and I've used it time and again. And I even use it in conferences sometimes when I speak because it's such an illustration of what we're talking about. And I had Rachel on the show, and I had Jerry, our Christian body shop guy, the day I had her on the show, and we were talking to her. And then when you look at the video, if you go to ChristianCarGuy.com and look at the, that is the original paint on that car. And we were like, how in the world? You live in Florida, and it was lacquer back then. And how in the world do you keep that paint all these years? And she goes, well, I wash it every week with kerosene. <laughs> now, do not do this at home, folks. Do not wash your car in kerosene, even if it's lacquer, but because, you know, one spark and away she goes. But she had washed this car in kerosene all these years and it protected it against that Florida salt and, and that whole thing in there that obviously would shine, Bob. <laughs> I still can't quite grasp that concept, though. Uh, I just wonder how she came up with that idea. Well, Jerry looked at me and I looked at him. Well, it, you know, a lot of farmers would, you know, wipe things down in kerosene in order to protect them. And apparently she came from that upbringing. I don't know what I know is that obviously you, there's this paint and it's been there since 1963 and, and away you go. So uh, we got <laughs> Rachel and Chariot. Maybe you got a story like that. We would love to hear it. We got on track with Andy coming up at the bottom of the hour. And we're so glad you're joining us. Call us with your story. 866-348-7884. The magic of favorite. No matter who we are, no matter what we do, every day we can choose to say, if you want to steal my show, sit back and watch you go. If you got something. my special nascar edition of <laughs> steal my show do you notice those cars andy i put those in there special for you so you could when they're stealing the show you know they're stealing it with the nascar hey i just walked in here to do this in the studio today and i never know what i'm going to come into whenever this happens so it, it's uh it gives, it gives me a smile to say the least well we are so blessed to have on track with andy actually in the studio today of course he's got his guest on the phone for us 
But today's show is, you know, the magic of favorite. And before we get into your guest, Andy was telling us about his the magic of favorite that played out with him in a Nissan pickup truck. Now tell me again about the cardboard in the seat. That was magic. <laughs> when I was uh, young and poor, I'll start out by saying that, okay, I think I had this truck that it, it was an 84 Datsun. It was still when they called Datsun. Remember that, Bob? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and this is a two-wheel drive extended cab pickup that was rusty from one end to the other. And I was a traveling in traveling sales at that time, okay? And I honestly, the springs were coming up so hard through the driver's seat, I had to have a piece of cardboard over top of that thing <laughs> to keep from poking me in the butt. And then I had an old real estate sign that I kind of folded around inside the left front fender well to keep the snow and ice from coming up through there. And the, and the last part of it was it had no radio. So I remember those boom boxes you used to carry around on your, on your shoulder. I had one of those tie strapped underneath the back window hanging down with a cord into the cigarette lighter to plug that thing. That's a great American classic there, bro. <laughs> I wish I, I still will, had I will it. Bet. Yeah, right. If you see one of those going down the road, you go, oh, man, there's my car. <laughs> That's well, they are is. few and far between right now, <laughs> for sure. It's power favorite. Well, I know you got one of your favorite ministries, one of your favorite guys there at the racetrack. God's doing amazing stuff with him. We got Dell on the phone with us. Welcome, Dell. Good to have you on the Christian Car Guy Show. Hey, guys. Good to be here. Hey, Good to so, be anywhere nowadays. Well, <laughs> so listen, Robbie, Robbie just mentioned, uh, for those of you just tuning in here for our On Track with Andy segment, I'm actually in the studio today, not in Texas, where I would like to be with my good friend Dell. But uh, Dell does a lot to help out different ministries. And uh, one of the things we'll, we'll talk about in a second is finish a winner and something else that's happening. But yesterday, since I was not there, Dell was gracious enough to fill in and uh, host some pastors that we had that had won some promos for us down there. So, Dell, what happened yesterday down there anyway? How, how'd the day go? Oh, it went awesome. Uh, the guys uh, came to the track with their eyes wide open, bright, and smiles on their faces looking for an exciting time. And I think they got it. Uh, because uh, they just couldn't thank uh, you, Andy, you, and us enough uh, for the hospitality. And uh, you could tell that uh, they'd had an experience they hadn't had in a long, long time. Yeah, and I saw uh, during the chapel service you had a special guest there, didn't you? Yeah, um, uh, shoot. <laughs> he's a, he's a, I, know you, I know you're bad with names, but he's a really popular comedian. I wonder if Robbie can guess here. Super popular. Has Mark a show a called the American Christian. Bible Challenge on TV right now. Mark Lowry? Or no, no, who? even bigger yeah. name than that. How about Jeff Foxworthy was there, oh, yeah, right? Thank you. Wow. Yeah, we hung out with Jeff a little bit yesterday. Yeah. He, and uh, he was uh, at the track, of course, this weekend is uh, Duck Commander weekend. And, uh, you know, there's uh, you can't go far uh, if you're around the, the, the Robertsons without fate being part of it. And, uh, of course, Jeff was there in the chapel service, and Lonnie had him uh, open up in prayer. And, boy, I tell you what, that guy can pray like a Baptist. It was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, did you want to say something, Bob? That's amazing. At my class reunion two years ago, uh, one of my friends uh, approached me and says, Have you uh, got a lawsuit against Jeff Jeff Foxworthy? I said, What do you mean? He says, He's using your material from high school. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, we might need to open that up one day, huh? <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, so yeah, so Dell was Dell was gracious enough, and like I said, he does. Robert, you have no idea how much ministry stuff Dell he's involved with. 
everything from Raceway Ministries to our ministry with Energize and hosting the pastors to uh, to military ministry. He covers all the bases. But uh, today, Dell, we've talked several times about finish a winner on this show. But uh, so far this year, I don't think we've had a finish a winner director or guest on, which which would be you. So tell us a little bit about what finish a winner is about and the different purposes that that it serves. Well, I thank you, and, and you've had a board member and a founder on all the time, Andy, which is you. <laughs> and uh, maybe folks don't know that, but Andy helped found Finish a Winner years ago. And thank thank you for that. And I get the opportunity to take that banner across the country and, and uh, see some exciting things. And we had, uh, we've already had two great events this year, uh, once at Daytona and then out at uh, Fontana. Uh, one of the uh, musicians that sings regularly in the uh, chapel services, uh, uh, Richard Andrews, uh, hosted us at his church in California, and what an event we had. Uh, 300 people packed in the, the room, the uh, church uh, auditorium there, which is in a, a business plaza, uh, you know, one of those storefront churches, and uh, they, we just had a great time, and we had 59 folks walked the aisle and accept Christ that night. Yeah. It I, was awesome. Go ahead, Bob. Wow. That, that is really awesome. Uh, it, it was it was amazing. That's uh, that was one of the best events we've had. But, Dell, the other part of that, which made that so unique, and really what I give you a lot of credit for, is helping to develop some of these young drivers and younger, you know, guys that are younger in the faith to be able to share. And uh, so yeah. just tell us, like, that that's another part of the purpose of it. Tell us kind of where we started with, even with Michael McDowell and some of the others, to who else is involved yeah. with us now. Yeah, we, uh, in a, I'm in a real unique situation in that I'm a sponsor in NASCAR, and so I'm in the garage. And, and uh, when you're you're known as a person that has some funds that are happen to go around the garage, then uh, you get uh, attention. And, that's a very good way to say that, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and because all of these young drivers and, and, and teams are looking for funds to be able to operate. So uh, you have a... I, I personally have a, a, an inroad to the NASCAR community that's a little bit different than if a minister walked in and said, "Hey, let me, you know, let me work with you guys," or somebody from the outside. So I'm part of the community, and because of that, I, I've, I got the opportunity to develop these relationships with the drivers. Some have driven uh, uh, for teams that I've been involved in. Some have driven directly for me, and, and uh, one I sponsor on a regular basis. And so, uh, and, 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 but, but what happened was years ago, this is what, five, six years ago, we, we did our first event, and, and through Randy McDonald, Michael McDowell got invited to come up and do our first event. And I got the opportunity of picking him up at the airport and driving an hour up to the church to take him to the church. And that's where I got to know Michael McDowell and his heart for the Lord. And boy, I tell you, it just turned me upside down when I got to uh, hear his testimony and, and hear uh, his desire to serve, excuse me, to serve God. <clears throat> but since that time, Michael has become the spiritual leader of m- m- a majority of these young drivers, and they have uh, Bible studies at his home. They have Bible studies in the haulers. Uh, Randy, Randy McDonald with Andy. Uh, uh, got to host the first few Bible studies uh, that that first year or so, 
and and uh, they started with two. Now they have uh, 15 or 20 of the drivers that show up on Saturday mornings at 7 a.m. and have a Bible study, and then go out and beat each other up on the track. It's uh, it's awesome. <laughs> it's just amazing. Yeah, it's not it's not much different than the old short track racing there. Sometime is it, Bob? Exactly. <laughs> That's pretty good stuff. I would love that sometime to hear Jeff Foxworthy's story, though. Uh, you know what's well, cool to me, Andy, is I listen to the whole, and I know Dell and you and all that, but see what you're doing through Energized Ministries, which is praying for our pastors, looking out for our pastors. You see, you connect those pastors with an opportunity for this unique adventure, right? Because we all have a heart yeah, for adventure. You can imagine this pastor coming down, and because of Dell's connections actually being in the pits throwing tires over the wall i mean these guys hearts are coming alive and part of the adventure and really feeling like wow this spiritual battle i'm in is can be fun at times yeah it's it's absolutely an adventure and it's also a perspective and this is what's so important for you know when our pastors get to see this and get inspired to share that that's where our heart is right is is keeping our pastors and our ministry leaders inspired encouraged and invigorated but uh, but you're right, Ravi. I mean, the adventure part of it it brings guys alive, and Dell gets to see that. Dell's a huge part of it. It and it helps. What I what I was trying to get at just a minute ago was just sharing how some of these drivers have that a chance to. You know what? They've been growing in their faith. They're coming alive. But then when they get a chance to share publicly that, it solidifies their faith, and it really helps them grow. And so Dell's been such a huge part of that. And God and bless you, Dell. We appreciate you being on with us. Well, we got our appraisal by the Real Black Book. We got. More of all this magic of favorite stuff. So we got time for you to call 866-348-7884. Tell us about your favorite. Thanks, guys. From what I see, it looks like you don't like yourself too much. When I hear you talk, it sounds like you just feel like giving up. I know it's hard to see through what this world will tell you. Perceptions of false reflections will never be the truth. He changed my life by changing my mind. He healed all that was broken inside. I'm nothing what I can see with his spirit alive in me. I'm finding beauty for the first time. Looking through my father's eyes, I can see your freedom coming. You'll be You'll be slave to nothing when you see through your father's eyes. That's an amazing thing. The power, the magic of favorite. When did you have this car? It was it's just like Randy was talking about. It was a beater, but then it became a beauty. What is your story? We'd love to hear from you. 866-348-7884. Yes, Bob. What an awesome, awesome, awesome thing. Meeting Andy for the first time. It was just, I've, you know, been on the radio with him, but he's never been here at the same time I was. And it was just such a thrill. And what a beautiful daughter he has with him. But you can hear people on the radio, but when you can actually look into this man's eyes, you can see the fire that's burning inside of there. And yeah, uh, it was just lot. really, really a he's cool He's become thing. one of your favorites. I can see that. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, <laughs> we have Johnny's standing by with his favorite story, so you'll, you'll be encouraged to call with yours. He's our producer. We're going to... Johnny, you had a favorite car when you were. Tell us your story. When I was a kid, yeah, um, my my parents bought, I guess, a couple of new cars within about a year of each other. 
back when I was real small in 1984 and in 1985. But the one that I remember the the best, well, not I guess not the best, but um, was a 1984 um, Ford Escort hatchback uh, with manual transmission, and um, that car was uh, fantastic. I remember that thing. I loved that car, and I wanted that car to be the car that I got when I turned 16. But they got rid of that one uh, and got a Saturn instead. Oh, I know. Oh, it made the me loss. so sad. Oh, the the difficulties. Well, we got to yeah. move to our appraisal by the real black book. That's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure. Cry out for discerning the magic of favorite. And I'm always amazed at how my eyes are affected by my favorites. I mentioned this at the beginning of the show. My wife is by far and away the prettiest woman I've ever seen. My kids, of course, they're the most beautiful. <laughs> and my granddaughter, oh, wow, all you have to do is, and, and I know Andy's daughter, wouldn't you say, Bob, that, that in Andy's mind, there's no prettier little girl than the one that we just met. And even my dog, you know, or my, my truck out there, Old Red, and, 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 and Bob was talking about Rob's truck. Well, there's 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 something I'm thinking that I would love to share here that I've it's been on my heart really for about two weeks. In the opening passage of Isaiah, when Jesus quotes that in the synagogue in Nazareth, he's he's saying these last these are the words where he stops with. He says he was declaring the year of the Lord's favor. And see what I discovered in the in the Old Testament right there, the the year of the Lord's favor, that word favor is the Old Testament word for grace. And I started thinking about that. Wow. And, and when he said that Noah, you know, in the, book of, in the book, book of Genesis, that Noah walked in favor, and then remember Jesus walked in favor with man and God, and then I started seeing it in the New Testament as favor, and the more I started seeing grace and favor, all of a sudden I realized what Jesus was declaring, Bob. He's declaring this is the year that Bob's his favorite. <laughs> this is the year Robbie's his favorite. And just like I look at that, at my dog and I see this most beautiful animal ever through those eyes. See, those are eyes of grace. And when he looks at you, Bob, he sees you through these eyes. Like when you're looking at your wife and the, 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 the go ahead, Bob. I got a text message from a very dear friend, uh, at a very crucial time when I was needing a little uplift. And it would, uh, he said, you are God's favorite. And at that time, it, it really was necessary, much needed, uh, uplift for me. And, uh, it was, uh, a very cool uplift and it's great to know that it's, it's hard to even fathom the fact that, you know, we could be God's favorite, but, uh, and, and it, it, it's an amazing thing and he did it for his own son, the father did when he was baptized. He came up out of the water and said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Again, he's saying, this is my favorite. And, and the cool thing is when he declares this is the year that this is the year that you're his favorite, just insert your name. I'm telling you right now, this is the year Johnny's his favorite. This is the year Andy's his favorite. But here's how this plays back when you put it in another term. When If you think about this, and so the other day I had this guy I was really struggling with getting along with him, and I was in a lot of meetings with him and a lot of different things, and every time I looked at him, honestly, he ground on my nerves. <laughs> he was really getting to me. And I felt like I was going to say something to him that wouldn't be appropriate, and it really wasn't anything he was doing, but he was just annoying me. 
And the more I was around him, the more annoyed I'd get. And I was just like, Lord, can you help me? I'm just feeling so annoyed with this guy. He is just driving me crazy. And I'm afraid I'm going to say something that's not right because he hadn't really done anything. And all of a sudden, the Lord put it in my mind, make him your favorite. What? Make him your favorite. I started thinking, well, what if this guy was my son? How would I look at this guy? What if I made him my favorite? And I began to really concentrate on making this guy my favorite. I changed my direction. I repented. <laughs> I was like, let me think about this guy as a point, like if he were my son. And you know what happened, Bob? The guy got better looking. It was amazing. <laughs> the smile that was on his face. I saw him later and I was like, wow, look how much better looking he is. And I, I was around him a great deal after that event. And uh, over the last couple of weeks, and every time I see him now, he's my favorite. Perspective, huh, brother? And I realized, wow, this is grace. This is kind of what we're talking about when we're thinking about grace. Well, we got Deanna in Louisville. She's been hanging on for us. Deanna, you're on the Robbie's, I mean, on Christian Car Guy. Have you got a story for us? Oh, yeah, a couple little ones. Uh, my first car I drove was the 55 pink and black DeSoto. Oh, wow. eight cylinders. It's my father's car, you know, I did the driver's training. And uh, sometimes, you know, when you're a teenager, you take corners a little too fast, so I had to have a seat belt put in so I wouldn't slide. <laughs> <laughs> but my favorite car was a uh, uh, 1966 F85. Those originally became a Cutlass uh, Supreme. You are But right. I had that for like, um, oh, I can think about 12 years or so. But the way I got it, a man from church, they had a car lot. And I said, I don't care what kind of car it is as long as it's red. And so this man would trade in every two years and took good, real good care of it. So that's how I got my F-85, a 1966 Oldsmobile. And so when you heard that, did you hear the Mary Oldsmobile song we played in the first break? <laughs> no, I, no, I, I just, uh, I missed that, no. <laughs> well, we played it just for you. So you can go back to ChristianCarGuy.com and listen to the podcast because we played the whole uh, Mary oh, Oldsmobile song. Yeah. And I... You know how cool that you yeah. would have that you would call in and tell us about your F eighty five, and you're exactly right. That was the predecessor to yeah, the Cutlass, yeah. which made Oldsmobile what it became. And then, yeah. unfortunately, and then my father had a a seventy five uh, Monte Carlo. You know, it was beautiful. It's like bronze. Oh, and I yeah. drove oh, that, that for was... a while after he died. But uh, it was you know the the, the um, angles and curves. Oh, it, it was know? a gorgeous car. I had yeah. a seventy one Monte Carlo. That's amazing yeah. stuff. Well, God bless you. I appreciate you calling in so much today. Thank you. And we appreciate all our callers. We appreciate you, Bob. It's great to have you. You are always, of course, one of my favorites. I'm declaring that Bob's my favorite right now. <laughs> Brother, it was great to be here today. And once again, really awesome to meet Andy and his daughter. And uh, I just think if we leave right now, Andy, we can make it to the track. <laughs> <laughs> well, we certainly want to mention, since it's a Jesus labor love, free car repair labor. That's the labor only for single moms, widows in crisis. So we're making those our favorites. And our favorites are Allegria's Mechanical in Wahlberg, Bill's Auto Clinic, Abandolo's, Randall's uh, Tire Pros in Greensboro, and Ray's Body Shop all helped out with the Jesus Labor Love this week. You can go to ChristianCarGuy.com, find out all about those. Thank you for listening to the Christian Car Guy. You're my favorite.